Hey guys, Brian from Rock Life Off-Road here with you again this week on Out the Top. Uh, this week we've got our co-host Dan Carter back with us and special guest Tony Ramos from the Southern Bounty Series. He'll be joining us a little bit later, so uh, strap in. This one's going to be good. All right, guys, back with episode seven of Out the Top. I'm here with last week's UTV bounty winner from Hot Springs, Arkansas, Mr. Dan Carter. And we're going to have uh, the Southern Bounty Series uh, promoter, Tony, is it Ramos? Right. Yeah, Tony Ramos. I'm sorry, I, I was afraid I'd butcher his last name. Tony Ramos, uh, he'll be joining us later. Uh, so... Tell us about your big your big uh, weekend in Hot Springs. Man, it was a blast. We um, ended up waiting. We we broke some parts at went Wildcat, and we were waiting on some parts. Parts finally showed up Wednesday before we were supposed to leave, and with all the chaos, I opted out not to run the VIN class so I could focus on the stock class, the cup, and the UTV bounty. So Thursday, we get to the park. Thursday afternoon, we go into racing Friday morning. Um, was able to look at the hills a little bit, but I wanted to still focus on cup and UTV stock class just for Friday. I didn't even look at the hills for Saturday for the for the UTV bounty, but ended up running cup and stock. I don't know how we placed uh, we were able to finish both courses for each run, but man, it's just so chaotic trying to memorize eight courses per event. I, because, I, I couldn't do it. Oh man, it, it is, it's stressful. And about the only other person that does this is Brandon Davis. And we, we always joke at each other, like, why do we do this? Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> but um, it uh, worked out pretty good. We had a good run Thursday or good run Friday and then Saturday went into UTV Bounty, looked at the hills, and I was I drew number six, so I was uh, able to watch a few people run before me. And I tell you, they wet the the hills, and it was just muddy mess for the first few drivers. And it uh, it looked as if nobody was going to make it up the the hills for a little bit. And then uh, when it got closer and closer to my turn to run i was even trying to to strategize you know how you and i talked about at finals last year taking a uh taking a default hit the flag take our point cut and at least be able to finish the hill Mm -hmm. and and that was my goal going into the staging area was to just hit hit the flag and and finish the hill but uh you know, we were able to luckily one shot everything and have a good smooth run without any any penalties, and uh, ended up with the fastest time on hill one. And then hill two, I was thrown in the mix. They the way Clyde does it is he reverses the order from odds and evens. So odds run hill one first, hill two evens run first. So with me being number six, I was supposed to be third off the line. There's a lot of people that that tore their machines up. So I think I was like the second one to run maybe. So we, uh, 
we ended up hitting horsepower hill i think i hit that thing about three or four times it just kept kept kicking me off kept kicking me off well uh the buggy rolled over on its side and pretty much slid all the way back down the bottom of the hill rolled over landed on the tires and it broke my face shield so i i think there's a video of me kind of turning around throwing my face shield over to the tree so i'd know where it was and at that point i was just aggravated and i hit that thing wide open and it just shot me right up to the top of it and uh throughout the rest of the course like i knew i had to be fast in case there were other people to climb it but it seemed like every turn i took i was just getting pounded with dirt in my face and and there at the end uh you know it seemed like i had a mouthful of dirt but we were able to to finish i think third fastest on hill two so that threw us in the uh the yeah, top I, spot. I think there was only three of you that that it finished right the second run yeah right and it was it was tough it, it was probably one of the toughest courses i've seen this year you know to date it uh so i was i got to watch friday uh we were here at the shop and and i try when i'm not at the events i try to make it a point to at least uh play the audio from the live feed over the speakers at the shop if i can watch it i watch it but if not i'm listening to it but right. saturday uh i got to take a rare trip with the family we we closed the store and uh we went down to dollywood and i'd text okay. you um saturday morning i said hey good luck but i know the service down there is horrible at best so right. i wasn't even re- expecting a reply and about i don't know three thirty, you text me back and i'm like well, that's odd. Like I got the first text and it said, thanks. And then the next one was like, yippee Kaye or something. And I'm like, and you said we won. I was like, what? Like I didn't get every race you have won. I have not watched a second of it. <laughs> well, you know what we got to do in the future now. Yeah. Right? I'm going to go to the races and blindfold my <laughs> damn self. The that, only, the that, only one I've got, no, I take that back. I did get to watch the, 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 uh, Hawk pride. Hawk pride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to watch it. I had it on the TV outside, uh, outside of my house. I did. I did watch it, but the other, the other two or three didn't know nothing about it until way later in the day. And then you can't get a, can't get the grin off my face the rest of the day. So that's, uh, man, I'm, I'm so happy. That's three years in a row now, uh, yeah. with the, you nabbed at least one bounty win and, uh, we still got six races to go. Yeah, so we, we were kind of talking on the way home, which, um, you know, things don't ever really fall into place, but that was a good expectation for us is to, uh, you know, keep pushing and and not let this be the only number one spot for the season. Yeah, you can't sit on it. These things are so hard to win. And, um, you know, I've talked about this to some other people. The, the cup class and the stock class, yeah, they're they're fun. They're they're good, but I think where 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 you shine especially is the bounty class because the bounty class you don't have to be uh so fast. You don't right. have to run wide open. You the first thing you got to do to win a bounty race is finish the daggone thing. Right. And you know the races that you've won like at, at um Hawk Pride you know, you one-shotted the hill nobody else could climb. Right. Uh, this past one, you one-shotted that that big, I don't know what hill it's called, but you one-shotted it when nobody else could. 
and those are the moments I think where where you shine, where our team shines. That's we have those in us. We've just got to string them together. Right. And uh, hell, man, I think we've got two or three more in the, in the, in the bag this year. Anyways, uh, oh yeah. Hopefully, we get to. Uh, I don't know. I was going to try and break out the new buggy for the second half of the season, but I think I'm just going to make you keep driving that one. Yeah. I mean, it's doing good. I don't want to. I don't want to break any any mojo. Well, there's there's still some things that I want to do that buggy because it's, um, you know, the chassis was built for somebody else, and we just kind of threw a seat in it and, and went racing. So it's still some some things that I would like to fab up. The steering wheel is just a little bit too close to me. Uh, the gear shifter is just a little bit too close to me. So, um, you know, definitely could use a, a little bit of fab work done to the buggy, but. Uh, right now everything's working we were able to take and do some shock adjustments from wildcat um i I noticed that the buggy was sitting a little bit too low was a little bit too stiff so i kind of loosened it up and raised it up just a little bit and uh, you know without me knowing a whole lot about what i'm doing when it comes to shocks you know i was pleased to see that that it did help the car a good bit yeah it looked like it worked really well especially climbing that uh i mean it it really hooked and, and i mean the super grips done the super grip tires look like they done really well uh right. this past weekend so man that's 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 so cool i'm glad um listen I, I i have a thing here when you win we hang you get the trophy and i get to hang banners so we've we've done got the new banner on the way and hopefully we can get uh the, when i ordered it i have i have some people and they make our win banners for us at the shop and she said uh are you in any big hurry? I said, no, I just want to go ahead and put it in your head that, that we're going to get this. I said, well, right. we got two races coming up in the next couple of weeks. I said, we may get two more of these. Oh, that'd and, be sweet. And, and she, she sent back a hell yeah. So, so that'd be cool. Uh, any other big news from hot springs, man? I, I, I don't want to sit here and, uh, get, let your head swell up too big. Well, we we do have uh, a little bit of news, and and actually our head was probably swollen before we went to Hot Springs. If you're ready to drop the bomb, so uh, l- let me set this up a little bit. So back in the fall, um, we got with some people to help us with the race program, and and we had you know when I say help with the race program, they're helping with, uh, marketing, helping with trying to find sponsors, trying to find ways to bring interest in not only into us, but into this racing, because there's not been a lot of focus on this racing. There's so much money being spent in motorsport and none of it's on us. Uh, so we're trying to think outside the box, which I have been trying to do for two or three years. I want to get outside companies involved and I want to get the companies that are involved more involved. Uh, right. So we've been working with this with this group for a while, and one of the goals that we set out with them was uh, we want to get an OE back in this sport. There's not really been an OE presence outside of, um, you know, Paul was a Can-Am driver, right. uh, Paul Wolf, who's now Ultra 4. He dabbles with us every now and again. So there's not really been any OE presence. I think Polaris Razor helped with Pro Rock a couple years ago, uh, maybe 19 or something. 
But our goal was to get OE back involved in the sport somehow. And uh, so through through the people who's been helping us and through our hard work and everything else, we've partnered with Polaris. Uh, they've come on board with our race program. Uh, so we are, we are officially on, on, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's, uh, the way it was put to me is, is more like an ambassador program. So, uh, with that, you know, it's not like it's a full on sponsorship, but, uh, they're pretty much going to be watching us and see what we do, how the race program works. And then at the end of the season, they're going to make a decision whether to keep us on board with the ambassador program or, to pump a little bit of money into the program or what have you. But I think we just uh, are excited that we have their attention. Yeah. That, that was my goal more than anything. And, and listen, guys, I don't want to be, we're not out trying to get, uh, I think there's a misconception when it comes to sponsorship. Sometimes we're not out trying to get new machines. Um, right. We just want them involved in our sport. Right. However that is. And if, and if us working with them in the smallest little way gets their a little bit of attention put back on rock bouncing in in the UTVs, um, you know, in in our series and our style of racing, if if that little bit is the catalyst to get them back interested in East Coast stuff, which out of their own mouths, um, they've been focused on West Coast racing for years. They've not even looked at us, and so. You know, I'm happy to have them with our program, but I want them over here with everybody. You know, I, right. I want to see you go out to to Hammers and you see Polaris Razor, Polaris Razor, blasted on the side of all these machines, and you come over here and there's not that. But right. I think, um, man, I, I think it's going to be good. Uh, we're going to work with them. We're going to try and get them more involved in the sport in one way or another. Um, we do have, uh, some pretty good contacts. You know, the guys we've been talking to are really cool guys. Uh, they're going to help us with our, uh, possibly with the, uh, the, the UTV stock series. And, uh, they're going to help us with the new buggy and we're going to work together to, to learn some stuff. They're going to, I'm going to lean on them a little bit when it comes to building this new buggy, get some information from them. Just any kind of guys, the knowledge that those guys have is more important than any, you know, sponsorship or whatever. Um, you know, like I said, I, I keep pounding on it. You go back to NASCAR and, uh, like Chevrolet and Ford's involvement. Yeah. They do throw money at these teams, but the money is not as important as the technical assistance that they're getting. Right. You know, and that's the stuff that we want from Polaris. Um, what are some things that they know? that works that they can tell us they can help us you know can i can we we're going to be able to call them and like hey we're doing this what do you think about that and you know it's not talking to your buddy down the street you're going to be talking to actual engineers and people like that so right. that's that's what i'm excited about more so than anything is just getting them back involved and um and having them on our side right yeah we're we're stoked about it and and can't wait to see where where this uh you know ambassadorship leads us to yeah i think it's gonna be good uh like i said i, I think paul i don't know of anybody um and i'm not trying to trying to, to to pump us up by any means but i don't know of anybody in rock bouncing that's had any oe relationship 
other than, like you said, other than maybe a guy or two um, that that steps in for a race here or there. Right. Um, so it's just good to it's good to have them back, guys. When the new buggy gets built, you'll see it'll have uh, Polaris Razor on the side. And, uh, you know, we want to thank those guys for their involvement in our uh, Team Rock Life Racing. Um, and that was one thing. So that's another thing. I, 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 while we're talking about this, when it comes to getting sponsors, and me and you have talked about this to death, uh, when it comes to getting sponsors, guys, they're looking for race teams. They're looking for race car drivers. They're not looking for people who show up to race. Right. You know, they want somebody and they want people who are in it. And I hear a lot of people talk about how they can't get sponsors or they can't get um, assistance from, from anybody, you know, yada, yada, yada. If you just show up to race, you're probably not going to get those things if you right. treat the racing as a business, as an actual race team, as much as you can, um, that's what gets people more interested in anything. And, and the platform is there. Um, I just, and, and I'll help anybody who, who wants help. Um, right. but I think that's a lot of guys. We got to take ourselves serious in this sport. If we don't take ourselves serious, why is some company like, uh, Polaris or Can-Am or anybody going to, going to take it serious. Right. And that's, I think it, it falls back and that's probably, you know, you're hundred percent right. It is all dependent upon your dedication mm. to showing up and being professional and, and not that you even really have to be a hundred percent professional. Uh, you know, they want you to have a good time. Everybody that, uh, has a hand in our race program, that's one of the first things they ask if they know we ha were defeated one weekend. Hey, did you have a good time? And that's, you know, win, lose, draw, you know, we always have a blast. And that's one thing that they look at. And, uh, you know, another one is, like you were saying, you know, just show up to some of these races. You've got to be dedicated. Um, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to get the best of the best without, being dedicated to the sport a lot of people are wanting uh sponsors but sponsors aren't going to look at you as if why would we sponsor this guy if he's only running three races a year you know we want them to go and run and and be consistent and at least show up and be dedicated to a series or dedicated to a, tr a certain track and try to make every event yeah, I think I think that's it, and it, and it's not even that. I mean, like we we try and, and sign up as early as we can to be uh, seasoned drivers because when it comes to 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 the National Rock Racing Association, if you if you join in as a seasoned driver, uh, one it's just it's cheaper. Uh, right. If you're planning on running most of the races, it's cheaper. But outside of that, there's so many advantages to being a seasoned driver. You know, they make you, they give out hero cards. Right. Uh, Clyde has those made for people. You get featured on the websites. You get more social media from the series. You get, um, you know, your, your race footage is available to you. If you ask for it, it's there. There's different things as a seasoned driver that, that, uh, just helps 
with, you know, the things we're talking about. It, it helps you become more of a race team rather than uh, just somebody who shows up and races. And, and everybody's not going to be able to, you know, we've talked about this too. Not everybody's going to be able to run all 10 races, and so they don't. And, and that's fine, and, and we don't expect everybody to do that. And But there is advantages, and you can't sit on the sideline for five to six out of the ten races and go, well, I can't get no sponsors. Right. Well, you, you got to show up. Um, but, and I, I, think, I think by getting Polaris involved, uh, by getting some of these other companies involved, I think we're showing that there is a way uh no we are not making money racing right but there is a way to make it tolerable to come race and and uh you know getting parts assistance from some of these places um you know i I, and i'm not going to throw out any names i know some people um that have received a significant amount of assistance from companies in the past 12 months and haven't raced at all. And we're almost halfway through the season. Right. You know, you can't do that and then expect other people to throw stuff at you. So I don't know. I'm I'm going, I'm going down a rabbit hole. (laughs) Well, and while we're here, you know, it's, it's, that's a prime example too of why you shouldn't, because of these parts expos like you know you and i went to mm-hmm. parts unlimited expo and all it takes is for you to get a bad name of oh we gave so and so all these parts for this new build and they've not raced one time and those guys you know they hang out they go to the bars together after they party after the event and and they talk so i mean your reputation you know ha- has a lot to do with it as well so the industry you know, is small right your own point the industry is small. Everybody knows everybody because everybody in the UTV industry uh, is tied in in one way or another with the same three or four companies. Uh, everybody knows everybody. Everybody talks. So I don't know. Uh, I just want everybody to do good. And and I'm not harping on this to, to, to down people. I just want everybody to be able to do what they want to do. If you want to race and you want to be successful at it and you want to get assistance, these are some of the things that you need to do. Uh, You know, I I want everybody to have a good time. I want big car counts. I want people to be able to afford to race. Um, So just just some pointers on on how to approach that to maybe – because, guys, you know, when I talk to the players, people, this has been going on for six months. Uh, we've been in, in negotiations and, and talks with them for six months. And the last time they, they, I spoke to them, what he told me is just exactly what I told you all. He's like, we like that you're a race team and you present yourself as a racing team. Not so much. You, you don't so much just show up and race and go home. You promote right. yourselves. You promote your brands. Um, you try to present yourself well at the races and that's what they look for and so if you have no social media presence um you don't have anything on your buggy uh you know those are those are things you can change to a better assist yourself right 
All right, let's 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 digress. Let's move on. Uh, next race for the National Rock Racing Association is not until July at Good Evening Ranch in is it Canvas, West Virginia? I do know that it is in West Virginia. I think it's Canvas. I think it's the town is Canvas, West Virginia. Uh, we've never been there. Don't know anything about the park, um, but we do have what two months off, two right. two full months off. Um, there is some, some, well, two months off from the national rock race association, but there is some other events sprinkled out throughout there. Uh, we've got, I think you're racing outlaw this weekend, right? Which, uh, I don't know what the date is. What would that be? April 21st or something. Um, so you're racing outlaw this weekend and then, then we've got the next weekend, the Southern bounty series, um, which you are the defending champion of down at top trails. And that's where our guest Tony comes in. Uh, we're going to get him on here in just a few minutes, but, uh, what can you tell us about top trails? I've, I've never been there. This is my first go around. Um, I've been wanting you to make this trip for a while just because, uh, the, you know, not only this event, but past events at top trails have been, uh, it's, it's been a packed house, so I've, I've always felt like you would uh, be interested to meet and, and see how things are done done down in Alabama. Well, I've gotten a few messages already. Levi Carter from Carter's Off Road is going to come up and hang out with us. Uh, uh, Chet Golden from LMW messaged me earlier, and he was like, hey, make sure you find me. Uh, you know, I've had several other people that – that that are more southern i guess stay in that area that i know i've had several people uh uh you know ask that that we we connect while we're down there so i don't get down that way very often the last time i was in alabama for an event was other than than um hawk pride i think i went to the talladega race in in 07 so it's right. it's been a while all right on that we'll uh you got anything else we'll get tony on the line that's it. I'm just excited to talk to Tony and see uh, what kind of racing they're planning on doing. Yep. We'll get him. Hey guys, have you ever wondered how we're able to keep our machines looking so good in between every race, especially with all the abuse Dan puts them through? That's because we use Maxima SC1 on all of our machines to help them get that brand new shine and hide all the scratches before every run. Not only do we use Maxima SC1 that make our machines look their best, we also run Maxima Racing Oil's fully synthetic engine oil to help our machines perform at their best as well. We also run Maxima side-by-side trans in our transmission and Maxima side-by-side drive in our front differentials with zero failures. Guys, Maxima Racing Oil is the official oil of Team Rock Life Racing and the exclusive oil of Rock Life Off-Road. All right, guys, we got Tony from the Southern Bounty Series on the line. Uh, Tony, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good, boss. Thank you. Doing good. Uh, so we got a big event coming up at Top Trails. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the date on that? Is it like the 20, 20, 29th? Uh, the race is on the 29th, yes, sir. Okay, so we got events going on down there the whole weekend. Do uh, you want to tell us a little bit about – first of all, tell us a little bit about the Southern Bounty Series, uh, you know, how long have you guys been around? What uh, you know? What what's your specialty? What do you do? Because us 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 northern cats don't know a whole lot about it. We started Southern Bounty Series in, in the early winter of 2019. 
just started kind of organizing and putting it together. We've done, we, we done charity races and things like that, um, you know, small events um, for several years coming up to that. And Mud Jam was one of them that we always give Talk Charles a hand with. And um, so we just kind of put together something, you know, kind of just a small view, you know, of an organization, you know, for mud racing. And here we are, you know, a couple, two or three years later, I just crossed the Mississippi River, headed back from Shreveport. Uh, been out in Texas, doing some visits in Texas and Shreveport. Finished up with Highlifter today. Um, we're headed back east with some exciting news. Um, and then, you know, in these last, you know, last year and this year, we tried to tried to follow our way into some other disciplines. Uh, I come from Hill Country. It's not, you know, North Georgia's not known for its mud. It's more, you know, North Alabama, North Georgia, uh, you know, Hill Country. So, um, we got to always doing a few hill races here and there. I think this is our fourth hill race we put on. But, you know, we, we want to race in all disciplines. I, I like racing, so we, we want to race in all disciplines. We do drag racing, short course racing, round track mud racing, you know, like a CMR style. Uh, just whatever it takes to uh, to bring a little more excitement to these off-road works and, and uh, a little more recognition for our sponsors. Yeah, right on. Uh, so what all have we got going on at, uh, at top trails, uh, at this upcoming event, what all kind of racing do we have, uh, on the schedule? Well, typically with Southern Bounties, we usually do something on Friday, but with all the, the hill guys coming, um, they don't really give them time to get to the park and everybody be able to make, because a lot of us got to work through the week. So we're going to start out Saturday, um, Friday, just be a ride, just, just Today, right? About hang out, and get get pulled in there. We'll start out today at at uh, nine o'clock in the morning. We'll start our registration for the mud races. Um, it'll run from nine to eleven. We'll have a drivers meeting, you know, eleven oh five, eleven ten. Come out with a running order, and then we'll start racing at, at twelve o'clock. Southern Bounty Series runs eight classes of uh, mud races. So there's a mud class out there for you know the guy that just went over and bought a machine and wants to come out and race in small tire classes to have a good time take a chance on maybe winning some money to the biggest box in the country will be there, you know, for the mud racing. We get done with that, we're, we're going to start the registration from three to five, over five hills with hill guys, and uh, we'll do our, our driver's meeting at five o'clock there, and then sit right into racing there at, uh, at five hills. We're running four classes in hill race. We'll run an average tow class, which is a, a naturally aspirated engine. Um, We'll run those average shows, and then we'll run. We'll fall into a turbo class. In the stock turbo class, you uh, you know there's some rules online. All of our rules and everything's laid out online. You just go down to one of the drop drop down boxes, click on whatever kind of uh, discipline you're going to look at, and uh, it's got the rules and everything for it. Payouts, entry, you know what it costs to enter it, the whole nine yards. Everything's laid out online. But, um, the the, uh, the turbo class. You have to run a stock ECU and a stock intercooler. Uh, typically on the turbo bikes, if you get into aftermarket ECUs and aftermarket turbos, you're running a, you know, a 300 horse machine. And uh, we'll let those guys run in the UTV Outlaw. Got uh, the UTV Outlaw class coming up, and then we'll finish out the day with the bouncers. Uh, let the big guys hit the hill. We're going to light up the side of five hills. It'll be a night race, well lit. And then, uh, We'll be set up back there with a portable stage. We're going to do a DJ and everything back there in five hills, turn everybody else loose, and let them hit the hill. 
Yeah, that sounds awesome. And and I had actually talked to you earlier today. I didn't realize that, uh, of course, I've never actually attended one of your events. I didn't realize that there was a, a big bouncer class. And, uh, you know, that's something we want to try and get some more involvement in. So all of our guys from the National Rock Racing Association, Outlaw Racing, you know, that's going to be done with for a little while. So everybody's going to have an open weekend. So we're going to try our best to get a bunch of those guys in there. Uh, Dan, you got anything? Yeah, I, I was going to say if Tony wanted to talk about the payouts because, you know, the bouncer guys, they're all about money. So uh, has he got anything up his sleeve for, as far as payouts go? I'm, I'm not looking at it right now, Mr. Dan. Uh, but I believe the first place payout in the bouncer class is $3,000. Uh, and then we got a healthy payout for second and third. and pay out three places. Uh, all classes will pay. All of our classes pay out three three different places and I think total on the hill that day we're going to give away $16,000 and that's if I don't add any money to it right and a lot of times we'll add money to it you know during the race you know get talking you know uh, you know just just adding some money along the way and then uh, the mud's going to we'll, we'll give away uh, $25,350 in the mud um, I think total that weekend we're giving away $41,350 Saturday night. That's we give away a hundred thousand dollars plus in the month of March alone. Right, I believe that's enough money to to get anybody's attention there. It, it's it's got my attention, and I don't even race. Uh, Dan, <laughs> I, I need to borrow something. You got you got a. Yeah. We, is yeah. there a Cherokee class we can get in? <laughs> we'll figure out something for you. Boss. Get enough hey, we, we may break Cherokee out on that Bowser Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you get enough Cherokees together, we'll build them a class and, and let them race. You know, uh, I'm all about moving the moving the industry. You know, the off road industry as a whole. Uh, you know, uh, into uh, into whatever whatever we can do to for a little you know clean friendly competition in the show for the crowd. You know, they, right. they spend their hard earned money and uh, you know working all week, coming out and paying money to to watch our guys put on a show, and we try our best to. To give them their uh, their money's worth, and, and, and Lord knows we appreciate those guys, you know, continually supporting us, regardless of where we're at in the country. I mean, we're doing races this year from 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 Alabama to Texas, Mississippi, uh, Minnesota. You know, we're looking at some stuff out west. Just uh, just keep pushing the envelope, trying you know to to, to bring this thing nationwide. Yeah, um, I've, I've been working with some great. Great partners, you know, through the years. Uh, got some really exciting partners coming up. And, uh, you know, some of the biggest names in off-road, you know, world, you know, companies like Super ATV and Highlifter, uh, Can-Am and Polaris, you know, some, some, of the, some of the best best companies in the world to work with in this space that we're in as far as off-road. And uh, we just love, just love putting on the show for everybody. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good to hear. As far as the... Uh the parks that you go to does each park is does it the park depend on what classes you guys run or is uh, it something to where you run the razor short course stuff and, and big bouncers at every event or is most events strictly just mud focused well if we're, if we're doing a hill race we'll always have a bouncer class um and i've actually been approached by a couple more parks that are kind of hill parks and the right. guys are not you know we, i can bring a mud show to a hill park, you know, I'm doing, I'm making mud on the middle of the desert, right? But uh, you know, we're looking at doing some other stuff with some other, some more of the, the hill parks to kind of bring 
you know, the full show. You know, it ain't, it ain't very often you pull up into a park in, you know, Tennessee and Kentucky and you can you can walk over and look at a machine with, with 85-inch tires on it. Right. Um, you know, you see them on, you see pictures of them on, on, online, things like that. But until you walk up to those machines and actually see what's what's been done to get them there, uh, you really don't know the work of art that went into all of it. But yeah, you know, we, we you know, just depending on where we're at, if, if just to answer your question, if we're down right. south, we're doing, we're doing drag racing, you know, uh, we do a good bit of short course racing. And then, uh, you know, as we get up, you know, especially at Top Trails, I got a pretty good, uh, area for some hill racing we went in there last last fall and, and cleared it all out i don't know if, when the last time y'all seen a picture of uh five hills but there's enough room over at a park of crowd now i think we cleared uh 14 15 acres over for nothing but parking Ooh, um, so they got they got plenty of room you know on the other side from the hill for the, where the race is to sit up over there and watch it and uh and it's usually a good show oh yeah yeah, I'm excited. Yep. Like I said, Dan's been trying to get me down there for for a couple of years now. I know he's run. Uh, I think when he first started driving for me in um, was it was it 19? Uh, yeah. His first race, his first big race for us was supposed to be races of the riches uh, up at Rush, and he he took the buggy a couple weeks ahead and come to Top Trails uh, just to get some seat time at one of their events. Got second place down there. And then uh, back last year, was able to get the win at your event, and yes, uh, so we're we're. Listen, he does have a bone to pick with you, though. Uh-oh. Yeah, he wants to know where his trophy is at from last year. He said he got the check, but he never got the trophy. <laughs> his trophy, his trophy is sitting in Top Charles's office. Oh, we're picking. <laughs> we're picking. Whoever gets there first is picking that up, Dan. Yeah. I may have to bring oh, that I one home. I can tell you exactly where it's at, down to the shelf it is on, because I just looked at them the other day. If you go in the office, you take, you take it right beside the sign a kiosk, you go to the very last office on the right-hand side, the very far corner bookshelf, it's on the third shelf of the bottom. There's actually four of them there. I can't, that, uh, I can't find my stapler. And you know where Dan's trophy's at. I know exactly where Dan's trophy is. <laughs> yeah. I always, always got to give Tony a hard time about that trophy. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I had to get him his. Mr. Smith is. There were several of them. We had to get them to him. Um, it, uh, I don't remember what happened if they sent the wrong trophies to that event or they was in the trailer. I don't remember exactly what happened. I think they sent the wrong trophies. I, I don't know how you guys keep you keep your heads on at these events anyways, just watching some other event promoters try to keep up with the racers and make sure the fans are good and, and, and the, the the production is there. I'm sure the trophies are the last thing that you're actually worried about, so I don't know how you guys keep up with it as it is. Well, you know, we got a checklist of things we usually check, and, uh, and we had trophies. But if I'm mistaken, they were the trophies for the North Carolina part instead of the Alabama part. And uh, we made a mistake there and had to get, we mailed some, met some people with some. Um, and actually, I think they showed up at the park. We had them overnight into the park. Um, but some people, you know, some people raced and left, so we didn't, you know, didn't get the opportunity to get them to them. And I think some of the guys actually took two or three trophies because they knew they were going to see the people next weekend or the weekend after the race. And that, you know, help me get, get the other trophies too. Well, Dan, we're going to have a race before the race. Whoever gets to the park first on Thursday gets the trophy. 
There you go. I know where it's at now. He's well, told me I'm going to steal it. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't be able to tell all the chaos that goes on because Tony runs a tight ship, and, and each event that I go to of his is, is very professional, and we always have a good time. I look forward to it, man. I think it's going to be a great time. Tony, I know you're driving. Uh, I don't want to keep you too long, but there's there's one thing that we do to everybody that comes on our on our show. Um, so our next event, or your next event, is going to be at Top Trails. So we'll do Top Trails for this one. Uh, we like to ask our guests, what is your most memorable moment at, uh, for, and for this show, we're going to do Top Trails. So what's your most memorable moment that you've ever had at Top Trails? Good, bad, most otherwise? Memorable. Most memorable moment, boss, I ever I got from Top Trails. Uh, y'all get to see when y'all get there. Um, last year for this event, uh, it was my late son's birthday weekend, and we unveiled his sign there at the mud and dedicated it to Isaac. And uh, that that is by far my most memorable moment at Top Trails. Un- understand that, yeah. man. There's a uh, there's a four by eight sign there at the end of the mud pits uh, in memory of Isaac and. Uh, uh, it makes my heart feel good every time I see it. Right That's on. Good. We'll 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 look for that when we get down there. Like I said, I I'm bowing out of this uh, this deal because I've I've never been there. Uh, Dan, I bet I know what your most memorable moment at Top Trails is. Well, we we have two. You know, one last year uh, that that was pretty good, but as far as my worst moment at Top Trails was uh, the day that we turned the, the pink buggy, uh, pinky, we turned the pink buggy into the hot pink Oh, yeah, it caught on fire, didn't it? Very first, yeah. and it, it caught on fire and almost burned to the ground. And uh, we'll see if we can't put that video in the show. Right on. I remember that. I remember that. That was a ride for a cure, right then? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was there. I remember that. All right, Tony. God, uh, it's been good having you on. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get as many people as we can down to that event. Bouncer guys show up. UTV guys show up. Uh, what's? Uh, and I know you said it's online. What's? Uh, they're entering at the park, so no no online registration. Just enter when you get there. What's entry fees for the UTV classes? Or are they are they all different? They're they're all different. Okay. They're all online. We'll we'll. We'll link that. Right on. We'll link that to our show. That way, everybody can uh, uh, in the description for the show. Everybody can get on there and see that and get signed up at the event. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at Top Trails in a couple weeks. Uh, Tony, man, I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you having us at your event. I think we finally talked Dan into coming and racing. So uh, I've been on him for two or three weeks. Y'all all time bring him on down there. I'm I'm going to man. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Hey, you too, man. Thank you. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about something really cool happening April 26th through April 30th. The Southern Bounty Series is invading top trails right in the middle of Earnhardt Country in Talladega, Alabama for their annual spring mud jam. There's going to be mud, music, machines, and all sorts of racing culminating in over $41,000 in prize money. On Saturday, 12 noon, Bounty Hole, Saturday, 7 p.m., hill climb racing featuring last year's defending champion and your favorite co-host, Dan Carter. 
Guys, it's going to be an awesome weekend. Rock Life Off-Road will be on site with our vendor trailer, so stop by and see us. April 26th or April 30th, Southern Bounty Series, Top Trails, Talladega, Alabama. All right, guys, time for our weekly rundown for the National Rock Racing Association. Uh, this week, we were in Hot Springs, Arkansas at the Hot Springs Off-Road Park for the National Rock Racing Association round number four for 2023. Uh, coming up first in the VIN class, we had only two competitors in this class, Charles Carriss and Justin Hoback. Charles took the top spot, Justin in second for the year. We've got Charles in the lead, Don Curtis uh, in second place, and Justin Hoback in third Next, we've got the UTV Cup class. Uh, Clay Kaysen took the win this week with Cooper Bentley in second and Brandon Davis in third. Clay Kaysen has the season lead with 377 points. Brandon Davis in second with 325 and Casey Howell with 296. UTV Stock, the Rock Life Off-Road UTV Stock class presented by Supergrip. Adam Coots made a return to the hills and took the win in his new Can-Am buggy with Brandon Davis in second and Clay Magnum in third. For the season, that's got Jay Stortz still in the lead with 349 points. Brandon Davis in second with 335. Justin Hoback in fourth, or excuse me, Justin Hoback in third with 308. Braden Upchurch is getting ever so close to that top three. He's got 306 points, and Dan Carter rounds out the top five. The UTV Bounty Class saw the return of Dan Carter, everybody's favorite co-host, Dan Carter, back to the top spot on the podium. He Dan took the win in the UTV Bounty Class in Hot Springs with Clint Strain in second and Casey Howell in third. For the season, we've got Casey Howell in first place with 263, Tyler Bradley with 230, Madison King with 202, and Dan has sneaked up to the fourth spot with that victory with 187 points. UTV Youth Class. Brantley Havens took the win with Clara Hoback in second and Ava Gardner in, Gardner in third. Brantley has the series lead now with 364 points. Ava with 350 and Clara Hoback with 347. Now our bouncer class. For the weekend, we saw Daniel Heckley take the top spot in the podium. Wade Goode in second and the gatekeeper himself, Brandon Davis, in third. For the season... Guys, this is tight for the season. Brandon Davis is in the lead with the tiebreaker at 356 points. Wade Goode in second place with 356 points. And Daniel Heckley in third with 342 points. Guys, Wade Goode is not going to be returning to the hills this year. That buggy is going to be raced by none other than... Um, Kenneth Cozing, excuse me, none other than Kenneth Cozing is going to be taking the wheel for Wade. We'll see how long that team can hold on to that lead without Wade behind the wheel. Uh, we wish him the best and uh, hope hope we can see him back on the hills one of these days. All right, guys, our next race for the National Rock Racing Association is not until July. We will see you guys there. Coming up this next week, we have Outlaw Racing at Chocolaco down in Alabama. And then after that, we're headed to Top Trails, Alabama for the Southern Bounty Series, which we talked about today. Guys, get out, support your uh, local off-road parks, support the people who support the sport, and we'll see you soon. This episode is brought to you by Rock Life Off-Road. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.